Well, I'm Lifeline. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Samantha Patel. Samantha, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's go. Samantha is the founder and CEO of Well Traveled. It is the home for a new generation of travelers, foodies, and adventure seekers. Excited to have you back on the show, Samantha. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thank you for having me back. I really appreciate it. Um, yes, I can tell you a little bit about well travel. So it was a great introduction. Thank you. Um, I'd say a big part of why I do what I do is I love the idea of connecting people, um, to one another. I've always been a connector in my personal life. And I think fundamentally, the more time we can spend outside of our comfort zones, traveling, exploring different, different places, connecting with people that maybe think differently to us, dress differently to us, eat different foods to us, um, the better off we'd all be. And it would create more empathy and a better and more connected world. So that's a really big reason for, for why we do what we do and, and why we built well-traveled is a place for people to come together and connect over something that they love, which is travel and new experiences and meeting new people. Well, I think that that's well said right there. And yes, probably this is probably what everybody thinks that, uh, <laughs> but I feel like we've never been more disconnected and the more empathetic we can be to one another and realize that we're way more similar than we are different than the world would be a better place. So, so yeah. I, I appreciate your work and, um, and also that just the flexibility and being able to roll with the punches. I'm sure that you're experiencing that. I, I forget how old well-traveled is. And I, are, I, I, I know that you've got some changes that are that you've been going yeah. through. Yeah, we are still a really young company. Um, you know, I think we were on your show maybe 10 months or so ago, but, you know, we were really founded in um, April of, of 2021. So we're really just a couple years old. And I think anyone that started a company in the last like two to three years, like deserves a badge of honor because... It has been a really chaotic time to build a new business, given the, obviously the pandemic and that had a particular impact on travel companies, but it really impacted everybody's business. Um, obviously, like everything that's been going on in the startup world and like the banking world, um, things have just changed and evolved a lot on the fundraising side of things. And then obviously just like the greater like macroeconomic environment, you've had elections, it's just... And all, all I think there's people are starting to say things like I'm getting tired of, of living through unprecedented times. Like I would just like to live through normal times. And then you you add into that, like building a business, creating something new, starting from zero. And it's it's been a wild ride that I have learned so much on. It's like just like a crash course in entrepreneurship, how to fail fast, pivot and build back up again. <laughs> Yeah, I think that we all long for more precedented times. I think that that's a super funny thing. Just, just <laughs> yeah. a little bit of normalcy here. Yeah, exactly right. So you are you you you've launched or you're launching an app. Um, mm -hmm. Is that something that you always planned on doing? It's something we always wanted to do. It's something that took a lot longer than we thought it would to do, which is something I've learned happens quite frequently when you're building a tech uh, company. Uh, we did launch it. We launched it in September. Uh, right now, it's available in the App Store on Apple. Uh, we will be launching an Android version soon. Um, 
And I think for us, a big part of that was a lot of people come to Well-Traveled for inspiration when they're thinking about where they want to go next or what part of the world they want to explore. And with the app, what, what that really helped us with was to become a tool that could be really useful for people while they were traveling. So within the app environment, because we obviously have access to your location, you can then actually just be like, okay, I just landed in Barcelona. I'm in the city center. I can open up the app, see where I am on the map and check out all the awesome places that have been recommended by other members right around me. Um, so that's been really cool to see members use the product in that way and um, give them more confidence, I think, when they land in a new place that they'll be able to open up well-traveled and, and find something cool to do or a cool restaurant to visit or somewhere new to try. It makes a ton of sense. And if you had just said, or if you just said, uh, well Travel has an app, I would have just thought, oh, cool. You'll be able to scroll through and connect with other people and check out cool stuff. I wouldn't have immediately thought this is a wall you're there, but that mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, is, is that what you sort of intended or did that morph along yeah. the line? You know, a little bit of both. I think it, a lot of it comes from feedback and how people are using, we're using the web product and sort of things that they were like, it'd be really cool if I could do this. And there's things that we're still adding to the features within the app um, to make it more user-friendly for people while they're traveling. But that was definitely uh, one of the biggest things that we wanted to make available to people is to have it feel like you could sort of immerse yourself in the product and be able to see things around you, um, just to make it like more relevant, even, you know, in your own city too. Right. Cause then you can kind of open it up and be like, I can see what's nearby and just be able to help people make faster decisions, save them some time and give them the confidence that they're going to go and have a great experience somewhere. Um, so that was always definitely top of mind. I think the connectivity between members has always been really important and we're continuing to think about how we can make that better through, um, like group conversations. You can have one-on-one -on -one conversations on the platform now. Um, and then eventually, hopefully I'd love to be able to launch some like member trips. This is something we get a big request for of people that want to go to different places, explore new places together and we have a lot of um, solo travelers that are members, a lot of female solo travelers specifically, and a lot of them are looking to connect with other people that are doing the same thing. Um, and so I think there's an appetite for doing things like that. Um, so we'll continue to explore what that could look like um, in the next year or so. It makes sense. Yeah. 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 So that's been really cool to see people getting excited about that and just getting more connected to each other. Cause that was like really the whole point of building this from that community lens um, was to help people to help foster that connection piece of it. Are you, I'm like a quick start kind of a person. I love shiny objects and new <laughs> things. And so whenever I get a chance to talk to uh, somebody with a cool business like yours, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could do this, 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 and this. How do you, how do you decide which ideas to pursue and which to not? It's a really good question. Um, I would say we, so what we did at the beginning of the year is we put together like our dream list of like, what would we build if we had all the money in the world and all the time in the world? Um, before even getting to that point, a lot of that is informed by member feedback. So last, I want to say September, October, we did something like 60 member interviews where we sat down with people. We asked them questions. What do you love about the product? What do you hate about it? Um, and a lot of times I think people don't necessarily know 
what they want. It's our job to figure it out based on the problems that they're having. But when you do that many interviews, you can start to pull out patterns will naturally emerge. So we took a lot of that information and then funneled it into how do we solve those problems? Are there, are they multi-level? Are there different features and products that we can create to solve those problems? And then we started mapping those out, those different solutions and features, mapping them out to kind of like, like thematically, is this a community feature? Is this a site improvement? Is this solving like a trip planning problem this customer is having? And then we just started laying them out in terms of um, like level of effort versus like return on that investment. And anything that's like low level of effort, high return on investment that gets prioritized. Um, anything that's like low return, high level of effort that gets deprioritized. And then everything in the middle, we start to go through and sort of stack rank them. Um, just sort of based on like t-shirt sizing. Is this like a big medium or small undertaking? And that's kind of how we put the roadmap together. And then we just back it into the amount of hours that we have to work with our developer on what we can get done. So we're working on some pretty fun features at the moment that'll really enhance the trip planning experience for members. So we're really excited about that. I actually just sent off the product brief to our designer today. So that's that's our next um, product endeavor. That's awesome. And that 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 certainly does make sense. Um, and I also like the the the, the t-shirt analogy. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It helps. It's simple, but it helps. Right. Well, the we certainly have a tendency to overcomplicate things. At least, at least I do. So, <laughs> yeah. in terms of, we were talking a little bit before uh, we hit record about, you know, raising money and 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 mm-hmm. and 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 what, and, and maybe a shift away from growth at all costs to what is success and 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 and, and how do we create sustainable long term growth? How do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I think there's been a lot of pressure um, in sort of like the traditional startup culture to build a product and then immediately drive as much growth as possible um, and just pour people into that funnel. I think where there hasn't been as much care and intention put into that process is the quality of those customers. Are they the right customers? And I think there's always tension within companies between between the acquisition team and sort of like the in-house marketing team that's really speaking to the existing customers around, hey, I got this great lead into the, uh, you know, that's going to be a great customer. I got them for super, super cheap. Whereas the in-house team's like, that's actually not the right customer profile for this product. That that person's not going to stick around or they're going to return the product if it's a physical product or they're going to be a bad customer. So like, I think what's happened lately with startups is there was this force function around you and you uh, raise venture capital, and then you have a lot of pressure to hit certain milestones and certain metrics once you raise that venture capital to get the next milestone. And most of the time, they kind of end up being vanity metrics. It's like, okay, so you're growing 30%, 40%, 50%, 100% month over month, but what's happening on the other side? Are people churning? Are people still engaged with the product? Is even what you're doing like the right product for people? Is it enhancing their lives in a positive way? Like I think about um, casinos and like slot machines are a really good example, right? If you were to look at the data on those, um, they're obviously like highly addictive and people will spend hours and hours in front of a slot machine. But are you really creating a product that's helping someone or improving the quality of their life or um, something that's going to have longevity? Um, So I think... 
people are starting to, because this model hasn't worked for a lot of like quote unquote high growth, early stage startups. I think an example of this is like, um, you know, like a clubhouse, right? Like they had a lot of hype, they grew really fast and they hadn't really done the legwork or laid the groundwork of a good foundation to have a strong and engaged community that was built on retention and engagement. So um, I look at a lot of this stuff and just try to think about it of like, okay, I want to make sure that we built our membership foundation in a way that our core group of people that we're starting with our base love our product. They're engaged. They want to be members for life. They are buying our swag. They're, you know, we're running a crowdfunding campaign. Like they're investing in our company. Like these are our super fans because those people are going to bring in more awesome people and who are going to continue to bring in more awesome people. So I think when you can get that right, the, it's a bit of a slower upstart to that growth curve. It's not an immediate hockey stick. You get to the same place. It just might take slightly longer, but the quality and the longevity that you're going to create um, is going to be um, more impactful. At least that's how we're approaching our growth and how we're building the company. That sounds like it makes perfect sense. It does to me, but I don't know. I mean, to each their own, right? Like, I think, you know, everyone's going to have their own way of doing it. But um, I think for, especially for community led products, you have to be really, really intentional about your initial cohort of customers to make sure they're the right customers. Right. Because if they're not, then they won't show up or... They show up and they're terrible and they're toxic. And that's the problem, right? They're toxic because if you're looking at like, just, you know, you're buying a t-shirt online, we'll go back to t-shirts, I guess. Um, if I, if you buy a t-shirt and you hate it and return it, that doesn't really affect me buying a t-shirt and loving it. But if you're not the right person for the community product, you can poison the well pretty quickly and affect other people. Cause in community products, like the people sort of are the product. They have, they play a really big role in the value creation Um, so you really want to make sure you get it right because they impact, everybody impacts each other within those types of platforms. Yeah. And that was, again, the problem with, with, with a lot of what happened with clubhouse is the people that were on the platform, the content got less regulated. It sort of became very bizarre and hard to find relevant content and it all kind of like deteriorated from there. I literally haven't heard that name in months, if not a year. And for a while it was ubiquitous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so you mentioned crowdfunding. How? Mm-hmm. And, and this is you can say that you, know, you don't want to answer it. Are, <laughs> did 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 you all raise money? Or um, how 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 did you capitalize? We've raised um, some venture capital, um, and then we raised mostly from angels. Um, and angel groups, we were part of the Snapchat accelerator. Um, so they invested, um, and then through a few different, um, sort of collectives on, on top of that, the crowdfunding campaign is something that we recently launched and it's been so cool to see our members get so excited about investing and owning a piece of well-traveled. So that was something we did as sort of an extension of our last round to offer our members the ability to support the company and like own a small piece of the business as we continue to grow. Um, And again, I think that just kind of speaks to like the power of, of community products 
when you build something that people really resonate with, um, they're excited to support it. Um, so I gotten like a few requests for it and then started going down this path and then realized like, yeah, there's a really big appetite for this. So it's been really, really cool to see that come together. It must be a just fascinating process of yeah. perhaps you already knew how to do it. Uh, I did not. I think I don't, I didn't know how to do anything is what I realized <laughs> before starting this company. I was like, I mean, but like learn by doing, right? Like I think the best way to like figure something out is to just do it because I don't think anybody has any idea what they're doing until they do it. <laughs> I think that that's a hundred percent true. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so couple of years in mm -hmm. it's all is it sort of like you thought it would be i don't know what i thought it was going to be like <laughs> it it wasn't this i mean i just i don't think you have any idea what you're getting yourself into and i'll preface this by saying like i love my job i love what i do as like most founders i think my, the company that I'm building with my team is very much like a part of me. Like there's no sort of like hard line here. It's all blended. Um, I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of my team. They're incredible. Um, and I would never have done this without them. They're just the best group of people. Um, but like building a startup is absolutely crazy. Like you have to be a little bit nuts to want to do this because it's like, there's, there's this, um, book by I think, uh, Mark Manson, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I don't know if I can swear in this podcast. Sure. But, um, and he talks about like, what kind of shit sandwich do you want to eat? Because <laughs> there's always going to be one. There's always going to be stuff that sucks about what you're doing. And I will say with startups, it's like a lot of rejection, right? Especially if you're fundraising, it's a lot of trying things and failing over and over again until you get it right. Um, it's having a lot of like resilience while also being really creative. It's, it's so it's, and I love that. Like for me, that's very motivating. And it, um, I love not doing the same thing every day, but I'm also someone that like can't sit still. Like I'm not somebody that like can have like a lazy Sunday. I'm like always doing something. If it's not work, I'm cleaning the house. I'm going on a run. I'm walking. Like I'm very, I have a lot of energy. So I think for me, this is the right thing to be doing. But I think it's also can be very overwhelming at times. Um, so to answer your original question, I don't know that I could have ever pictured it as it is right now, but I'm also so grateful for where it is right now because it's taught me so much about running, building a company, leadership, um, myself, like, you know, balancing like your personal life, your work life. Like there's been so much that I don't think I realized I was going to learn going through this process. Yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's been fun to, to, learn about well-traveled and just to track your progress over the course of the last year. And I'm super excited what the future holds. So, and I appreciate you coming back on the show. Where Thank can people, you. where can people learn about you and where can they find well-traveled and tell us about the app, all the things. Yep. So you can find us at welltraveledclub.com, uh, at welltraveledclub on Instagram and TikTok. And the app is available in the app store. You can just search well-traveled club and it should pop up. Um, and those are really the best places to find us. Excellent. 
Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show some out your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to welltraveledclub.com. Find them on social media um, at Well Traveled Club. And then go to the App Store and download the Well Traveled Club app and uh, get connected. It's a super cool community uh, where you can just get really practical information and you can trust the results and just a lot of really, really, really cool stuff going on and obviously um, new stuff happening all the time. So I appreciate it. Thanks again, Samantha. Thank you. This is so fun. Thanks for having me back. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.